You're listening to the Tortoise and the Hare Experience. Exclusively on EnterTheShell.com and all across the Enter the Shell Podcast Network. and hair experience uh you just heard the song tether uh, by tantric and by our upcoming guest who we have scott wilson uh you can find the band at tantricrockband.com you can find our guest scott wilson at scottwilsonmusic.com it has definitely been a while um (laughs) that we've been on uh mainly uh due to uh, my experience, which I'll share first, uh, had a family emergency. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, my mom left my dad. Wow, that's big news. Yeah. <laughs> that wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was kind of good that we had this break. Um, th- this is the weird thing, though. Uh, as you get older, I-, I don't know if this has happened to you or not, but you stop looking at your parents as your parents, and you start looking at them as like normal people. You know, because you, you know, like me, I, I moved out and now I rarely see my family and stuff like that, especially because mm-hmm. of my work schedule. My work schedule is so hectic. And it's like I tell my mom, like, hey, I could see you, but it has to be like after midnight. <laughs> you know, I have no problem with that. But my mom's like it's in bed by like nine o'clock. So, 
that really doesn't work out. Um, so my dad took it really hard. Um, my dad is a very uh, uh, old-fashioned man. He's you know he's straight from Mexico essentially, uh, but you know he's Americanized right, now. Right. After, but it's got that Latin kind yeah, of that Latin, Yeah, like you don't leave. <laughs> no one leaves. Yeah. Once you're married, th that's it. Like your death do his part. So uh, he took it really bad. And the, the, the weird part is it brought us closer together because now I'm seeing my dad a little bit more. Um, and uh, yeah, so I've been dealing with that. Um, and you know what? I'm, I, I, I don't take sides or anything like that. It's just like, hey, you know, I'm just going to be there for both of you guys. A little bit more for my dad, though. Not that I'm taking sides. It's just he. You feel that he needs it he, more. He needs it more because you know my my dad. He's an extremely solace man, and um, he doesn't go out. He, you know, my dad's idea of a perfect day is him just watching TV in his underwear. That's it. Well, that's my perfect day. Too. Well, <laughs> minus the underwear, but no underwear. It's another perfect. show. It's another show. Yeah, so, you know, my dad doesn't go out or anything like that. So now I'm trying to think of ways to get him to go outside and, you know, just, I guess, start a brand new life. Um, so, yeah, so, uh, and then I had to move my mom out. Like, that was really weird. Wow. That was, an, that was like, by far an interesting experience because just to see my mom, my dad doing that whole separate thing, you know, you're just like, holy cow, this is really happening. Because like when, when they told me, it was just like, yeah, but you still live at home, you know? Sure. Then, my, then my mom was like, no, nah, man. Like <laughs> Now I got a place, I'm moving out. She's moving, and the worst part is she's moving farther from me. So, you know, the closest person to me is my father. Um, and now my mom lives a little bit more further from me. I actually have to take a freeway and stuff like that. <gasps> Heavens. Well, yeah. Well, because before my mom and my dad just lived like a mile you know, just in a car, you know, right, I could just right. drive there or bicycle there. How long had they been married? Oh man, I want to say 40 years. Wow. So yeah. That's, that's a big move. Yeah, very move, especially, you know, again, you know, we, we all kind of were seeing it coming because like once I moved out and my mom retired, my dad had been retired, then it, there was no more distractions. Right. It was now time to like. You have to like each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, well, I mean, Max, like, uh, and I wanted to pick your brain on this because, I mean, you got a divorce. I did. Right? I got an ugly divorce. Was it? I, that's what I'm trying to go through with my parents right now. I'm trying to make it not ugly. You know, um, I know there's going to be fights over monies and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, like I, I'm telling my mom, like, who cares who gets what? Like, you just want to do a complete cut and not be involved in that person's life. I know that sounds yeah. weird and it sounds very... Uh, well, that's a very difficult thing to do because you build things up in your relationships, you know? So you buy things together, you, there's emotional attachments to objects, which shouldn't be. You should not have to have a feeling for an object. It should, you know, be able to come and go out of your life very easily because it's the relationship that you have with the person that should matter. Unfortunately... Um, women are very attached to things because they set a memory. And men are less attached, but they are attached to the financial part of it. Right. So they want more. Right. Or at least in my experience, my ex wanted everything. And um, pretty did, much got it. Yeah. Did you? I mean, right? It's, it's, it's like yeah. what they say. Like, hey, you want everything? If that's what it takes to get you out of my life completely, yeah. sure. You know, that's the yeah. small price. To well, I don't, need, I don't need anything, you know. I'm good in a hovel someplace, you know, as long as I have like a book, I'm okay. good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a drum and a book, <laughs> maybe a lamp yeah. and this shoe. So yeah, so that was my uh, experience. <laughs> Sorry to just take up uh, everything well, nice. that was going on. Oh, nice. Nice. That was a nice, nice. Uh, uh, You know, yeah. thanks for starting the show like that, Turtle. Way to bring it down. <laughs> well, right we were gone back. for God, a month. <laughs> we were gone for a month. People need to understand, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. hey, you know, like, sometimes something's going to happen in your life. You just have to stop everything that you're doing and just be like, look, this sure. is kind of a little bit more important. I'm not saying yeah, the show is not that important, but, you know, this was just kind of like, uh yeah <laughs> i'm like yeah. I, I can't do anything for a month until i get this all straight up straightened out yeah so yeah 
your experience, Max? Um, so I just about 25 minutes ago took a DNA test. That sounds so about right. Max is a very kind of spontaneity type person. I am. I, you know, I want to know things. Is um, this that uh, lineology thing that you do online or something like is. that? And then you, you send in a swab? Yeah. Okay. They sent me two swabs. Um, you swi you know, you slide in your mouth and you swab one side and then you swab the other and you put a little envelope and you send it off and they tell you who you're not related to. Who you're not related to. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really frightened that I'm going to get this response back that I'm not who I thought I was. Well... Are you are who you think you are? No, <laughs> isn't that? Because I have no idea. I have no <laughs> idea who I am or who I've ever been. Um, That's an interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> concept. It, it's uh, in my Reiki um, practice. I do past life regression, so okay. I have the ability to look at people and and see where they come from in their past lives and their energy and, and where that leads to you know them to in in this particular life. But for myself, I can't do it. So I have to <laughs> go and swab my face out. And um, what if, you know, what if it comes back and, you know, I'm, I don't know. You're not Egyptian. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Well, I mean, you know what? Here's the thing. Like, even though you say you're not. What if I'm Mexican? You probably are. And I have this <laughs> accent and I don't even know it. <laughs> Everyone's from Mexico. That's right. And I always tell people, if you live in L.A., you're Mexican. You're Mexican, like, you know, yeah, by default. Regardless. That's right. <laughs> so I shared my little experience. And yeah. Scott Wilson, yes. who is um, busy on his, on his technical device. That's true. Yeah. Hey, it happens. So hey. I was just sitting here listening to stories. I was, you know, entertained. Right. And so I started texting all my friends, hey, you know what? This is an interesting story. Good. Sorry, I was being very, um, what's it called? What is the newer generation called that's on their phones all the time? Millennials. millennials. Oh, I was being very millennial, even though I'm not. I have other them. words for that, but we're not going to go I know. There. No, actually, it was business. I was actually just trying to uh, email the show here uh, a file. Oh, so, perfect. So, that's so sweet of you. I'm nice. You know, it yeah, was a, it was a birthday nice. card, just so I don't miss your birthdays this Thank year. You. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, you spent my birthday with me last year and we were where were we oh my gosh i don't know we were everywhere all over the country for what six yeah. months but that that particular day it was there was a tornado and i don't remember what oh, state we were in but that, we were I think playing it was in, nebraska and we were was talking, it nebraska yeah. that's good times yeah that's how my birthday went Small so tornado. i i appreciate you you know looking to the future and me having a better birthday this year well yeah please i mean you, it's what friends do. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Of course. Yeah. No. At, wow. Last year, that was a blur the whole <laughs> year. So, and uh, it, do you want me to tell the story about where we were last year? Or do you want to? You, you are welcome to tell any story you like. So, your mic. Last year, there was a, uh, a tour for uh, my fiance, Christina, calls this tour the warped tour for adults so <laughs> <Were those adults? laughs> but none of us were adults on that tour at all but uh we had it was alien ant farm which i know has been on the show before yeah. um we had trapped we had um my band tantric uh crazy town who am i missing uh saving able saving able puddle yeah. of mud puddle of mud yeah uh, drowning pool drowning pool fuel fuel yeah so a, a bunch of bands from the you know 2000s that that went out together you know played some big stages and had a good time and it was it was really a cool concept mm -hmm. and i think that they didn't really consider that you're putting that many um quote unquote rock stars together in one small community so there was a lot of terror that went on as you know because you were there not to mention yeah. the typical you know, I don't have my brown M&Ms sort of thing <laughs> that went on a lot in that in that tour. There was a lot of that going on? Oh, yeah. That tour. And, and you know what? And truthfully, like I, I've known most of those people for years and years and years. But um, there were some attitudes I didn't know existed, and that was interesting. You know, I'm like, because these people would come to me with one attitude, and then all of a sudden they're turning to production or whoever it was at that moment and losing it. And then turn right back around and go, did you see that? 
I was like, wow. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm from the South. I try to treat everybody with the best respect I can. Sure, there's a diva in me sometimes where my guitar is not by the stage when it's supposed to be, and I'm freaking out, you know, and uh, I lose it then. But that's just because I'm sacrificing for the show at that moment. It's like, oh, man, something's not happening right, and these people are waiting on me, you know. So that might even be the politeness in that. I don't want these people to wait. But we had a good time. It was it was it was really a long tour, though. It was almost seven months or something yeah, like that. Seven months, yeah. Turtle knows because I was gone and he was yeah. not happy. Uh, not that I wasn't <laughs> happy. I was just like, but the show, Max. But the show. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? And you know, I'll say this too because I give internet guitar lessons or bass lessons, sorry, and and things like that. You know, then I try to keep up with that when I'm gone. It's impossible. That tour especially was just. The lineup order changed a lot, so your sound check wasn't the same time every day. Uh, then, of course, you have the buses breaking down, and you have all the stuff that goes along with that and trying to find rides with other bands. The equipment's not where it's supposed to be. So it was all this chaos, and Max was actually running part of that show for us, and she was managing a, a big segment of that. And so she was pulling her hair out to make sure that we weren't pulling our hair out. And, um, and she did a good job with that. So I... In in my head, in theory, it's like, well, you can do that from the road, but there was no way. You didn't have signal. We were in the Midwest so much. There yeah. was so little signal. And uh, Wi-Fi and arenas, It's if you're not planted in one location, you don't have it. And I guess it's because they don't want the hockey players, you know, texting or browsing the web while they're playing hockey. Really? In the yeah, arena? Bad. I think that might be why they do that. It's <laughs> the safety thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But no, it was a great time. We all enjoyed ourselves, but I will say, you know, if that seven-month tour is ever offered to me again, that may be one I just say, you know what, I think we'll pass on that. Because yeah, that was... Maybe not this it, time. Yeah. It, but it, interesting fact about the tour, catering was so good for me. Max, I'll tell Max's story in a moment, but yeah, it, ca catering was so good. I gained weight. I went, I went home and Christina says you've gained some weight. I'm like, well, in the right places, right? No. No, <laughs> no darling. <laughs> <laughs> Which was good. You know, we, we, we fitness together. So uh, she was just putting me back on point. But, and Max, of course, has some food allergies. She has, you know, gluten-free stuff and does all this dieting stuff that's special for her health. There was nothing she could eat at all. So she lost a million pounds. <laughs> And we're over I here. I that back now. <laughs> we're eating lasagna Plus. and spaghetti and, you know, steak and all this. Yeah. And tons of food. All this awesome I, stuff. Yeah. Oh, my god. I'm gosh. like, no meat. And it's like the barbecue run. Oh, yeah, there was tons of barbecue. Yeah. Every and day. Some of it was good. The first 10 times, yeah, I'm okay with barbecue. But after that, it kind of got to where, is this a different kind of barbecue? No, it's not. <laughs> no, the it's same the, barbecue. It's the exact same food. We just took it from the last <laughs> state. <laughs> That's smart. And it, and it rode in the trailer, so beware. <laughs> in your trailer. Yeah. Now, uh, on, on that tour, now I saw that, um, and by the way, if uh, you And 12 ahead, Stones was on that as well. They were. I'm sorry yeah, I left them out. It wasn't due to importance. It was just due to my brain in the mornings. <laughs> and, um, and what I was going to say is if you go on to uh, scottwilsonmusic.com, uh, I was... Uh, Checking that out, and I saw that you uh, filled in uh, bass for Saving Able. Uh, was that because you went on tour with them this last one, and then that's how you got to know them, or how did that happen? Yeah, so uh, that's an interesting turn of events. So, you know, we're all on this tour together. You get to know everybody really well. You get to know, you know, things you don't want to know about people and, how, <laughs> and, and how, they, how they smell when they're really dirty and things like that. Um. But yeah, you know, got to know those guys. Our bus broke. We rode with them some. We rode with, you know, the band split up. We went in different buses and um, got to know them. Uh, I had a relationship with uh, Scott Bartlett and I. I've been friends for years. And um, so I got to know the rest of the band. Uh, their bass player needed some time off and they called me and or I'm sorry, we were on tour together this past run and they said, hey, you know what, man? would you be interested in filling in for a little bit? How's tantric schedule look? And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, that, that actually fits the schedule. Uh, I think I can do it. And and if you listen to Saving Able, for those of you that don't know uh, the band or aren't familiar with their music, it's a Southern rock sort of band. 
you listen to the music just in passing and go, you know what, yeah, that's that's not going to be that difficult. I can chart that out and probably do it in a couple of days and just nail it. That is very complex music, which was awesome to me. It, it challenged me the first day I started sitting down with it. You've got two different songs going on on guitar at the same time, and then the bass is going up the middle. So um, it was exciting uh, to sit down and learn all that material. I'm still working on it, by the way. Uh, I've got three more shows with them uh, coming up tomorrow. I have to fly out today uh, from L.A. and then head to Jackson, Tennessee, to the, their home city and do a show. So it's going to be interesting. But they, that relationship was established. They said, hey, I said, yes. And then the first night, the first show, I said, what have I, what have I done? <laughs> oh, my gosh, what have I done? But they're, they're, good, they're good people, um, and they got a lot of good stuff going on for them right now, so it's exciting. Very exciting. I yeah. saw it, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite bands on that tour because uh, their energy just killed it every night. You know, the, um, the other Scott Wilson, mm-hmm. right? That's his. Scotty name. Austin. Scotty But his awesome. real name is Scott Wilson. Right. <laughs> Just like me, and that's weird. Yeah. He's like a wild man. We played, um, I believe it was in North Carolina at a racetrack, and you were not allowed to use any profanity. So no alcohol, no profanity. And there was a $100 charge for every single word that you said. By the time that he hit the <laughs> stage, his paycheck was gone. Wow. It was gone. <laughs> it was insane. It was so much fun. He's very, I, I don't know what the word would be, charismatic, of course, but that's what makes him such a great front man is he's, uh, he's just off the chain, wound up all the time. And, and honestly, like, because I've spent a bunch of time with him, you know, I'm, in the, I'm an early riser, so I'll go to bed before everybody, which it's still 4 or 5 a.m. I, I go to bed. They're still up. They're, they're partying. They're having a good time doing whatever. And, you know, and I wake up in the morning. Let's just say it's nine, ten o'clock, and I'm sitting in the bus, and Scotty, these automatic doors on the bus, they push it, and it's kind of like Star Trek. The door opens, <laughs> and there's this alien who kind of resembles Scotty Austin standing there, squinting his eyes because he can't see uh, from the light, and he'll wake up, and he's that guy immediately. You know, just, it's not, oh, man, how's it going? Gosh, I'm tired. Like most people, it's like, whoa, yeah, hey, what's going on? <laughs> what'd you get into last night man you know and just it, it's fun he's a good dude to be around he's very driven and um likes to have a have a good time and make everybody around him have a good time no matter what very cool uh i'll tell you what we're gonna do we're gonna hear another song um now this is really cool what you're doing you're letting us uh play some new material mm-hmm. um this is actually you know world premiering uh, for everybody, even for the band. The band doesn't even know. <laughs> oh, we did a song? I don't remember that. No. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much for letting us be the first to um, play some of this material. Later on, we're going to have some more, uh, we're going to have some acoustic stuff, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Did, well, okay, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, let's hear the song Against My Forever. It's yeah. my favorite new song. It's you already heard this, Max? I kind of heard all of their stuff. I don't know why. But it may have something to do with spending seven months on a bus with someone. Oh, right. I feel That's like, right. That's right. I feel oh, like yeah. there was a lot of music passed around. It's like, listen <laughs> to this. This is what I did when I was 13, you know, because you get, you get out there and see in the desert. There's only so many times you can stare at the desert, you know, for 4,000 miles. So yeah. you have a lot of uh, time to toss music around and pick up the acoustic guitar and maybe write something. Cool. Right. And this uh, came from that? No, this was already done. These are okay. demos, too, by the way. This isn't the finished production, yeah. but I just thought, you know, why not just throw it out there? It's um, Who knows what will ever happen with these songs, but they're, they're new, new songs for us, and we're excited about them. Very cool. Here is Against My Forever right here on the Tortoise and Hare Experience. I wonder if you thought of me today. I wonder if in all the things that run through your head you just made a Solution for the negative and beautiful, they all just see. 
others walk upon How does a mile feel in their shoes? We all seem to think it's just me How does an average person take it all? If happiness is all the moments between the struggle How can we fear at all? Tortoison Hair Experience. We just heard Against My Forever. Um, and here's the thing. Forever is forever, so how can you be against it? You know? <laughs> well, you know, the message to me is this. It's, uh, uh, you know, I can never be against our forever together. That's the message. So, okay. you know, it's the love story. It's the panty dropper, you know? <laughs> yeah. You got to have those. You got to have those. And, and this song... Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Something about this. And we when he, uh, we orchestrated the music first, and we were we were just playing around with ideas, and uh, there wasn't even lyrics for this song. We didn't know what it was going to be. It's just we found this really cool thing and started creating with it, and then all of a sudden it says, you know, Hugo, our singer, he's he's like, man, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm going to write to this, but the music itself already stood out, stood up, and said, okay, here we are you know and so he came up with this concept and just started rolling with it and then I remember waking up one morning because I'm sort like I said I get up early um and I woke up and I'm in bed and the sun's peeping through and I'm just like man this is a good day you know and I I always try to start that way and I look at my phone and I'm like oh Hugo emailed me something what is it and I look and it's the song and so I put my headphones on because I'm still in bed and kick this song on and he had a lot of this song written and, and sent it to me, and I literally just welled up with tears. I was like, wow, this song, this is strong. This is good. I'm really happy about this song. So, And that doesn't happen. You don't hit gold every time you go mining. You know, If you're starting a new place, you just uh, start pecking away at the rock and hope there's gold in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very cool. Um, now, to get a hold of you, very easy. You go to scottwilsonmusic.com, and of course, um, you're on the Facebook. We'll have all the links to that, and of course, tantricrockband.com. Uh, now, I know you produce on the side, too. Mm-hmm. Um, anything exciting happening uh, with uh, you producing? Anything um, juicy, as they say? Yeah, you know, there's a lot going on with that. I've got, you know, part of the... The fun of that, of course, I love just to compose music. Who doesn't? That's a musician, you know. If, if it if it's your heart and soul, and you can pour that out there on notes, then that's great. But I love when I meet a band that has just raw talent. They're there, but they don't know it yet. And so you get them in the studio, start working, composing, getting it together, and taking the best part of what they have and recording it. You know, figuring it out, showing them what it is, so that they can evolve. 
And so it's so exciting to take these, I, you call them baby bands, of course, they are over the age of two, <laughs> you know, most of them, uh, <laughs> though we all don't act it sometimes, but um, no, they, and you take those guys, you get them out there, you show them what they got because they didn't even know they could do that. And there's nothing more exciting than to see them climb the ladder of success, whatever that ladder is. You know, there's some metal bands out there that, uh, that I've worked with that just, they just want to go out and tour and play metal and they don't care about anything. And we make some great music together and I'm not worried about a record deal. I'm not worried about anything. I got a couple t-shirts and a van <laughs> and, but you know, they get on their way with the music you you created and their, you know, fan base grows and they're happy. And then you got the people, um, there was a band that I worked with last year called Source, and they're a, a progressive metal band, uh, it's three-piece, one of the best bass players I've ever witnessed. And um, their singer, guitar player, uh, has a degree in jazz composition, piano, but he's their guitar player. Nice, And then the, the drummer is this charismatic chef, I mean... I like him because he fixes food. <laughs> he, fixes, he fixes food. That's he fi I'm fixing food. That was, <laughs> that was the redneck that came out there. Yeah, but right there. He fixes right food. He fi when it's broken, he fixes the food. It'd be broke. <laughs> and it's great. It, 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 this dude is crazy fun. So we all got in the studio. You know, we talked about working together for a while, and then all of a sudden we got together, and this record came out unbelievable. Sonically, it's one of the best records I've ever had a part in. And... Um, They've had great success. They've been touring the last year. Their first single came out about two weeks ago, and it broke 100. I don't know where it is now, but um, for a prog band, that's crazy. Yeah. Because uh, it. But that's a, a big rise right now. You know, all of the uh, the prog music is coming back. In, it is. In Forest with Chon and you know all of those bands off of Sumerian Records. Yeah, and that's cool because um, you know, man, there's nothing more fun than to go watch a band like that live yeah you know because we can i can sit down in the studio by myself and write a crazy complex piece of music but then i can't go out and play all the instruments live these guys are so tight source lives in a house together so when they're not touring they are writing music and playing every day and they have set practice times it's like they're in boot camp all the time and that's why they are the band that they are um but you know, to see that, to help contribute to that, you know, I, I'm a blessed guy to get to touch people's lives that want to do the same thing I'm doing. You yeah. know, even if it's in a different way, they want to do it. And they're doing it. So that was cool. Um, I've got a band right now called Atlantic Panic. They uh, We own a venue in Colorado Springs, uh, Sunshine Studios Live, a little plug for it there. Um, and we're... <laughs> I'm sitting there, you know, and there's some good local bands around. Um, and I'm like, yeah, those guys are pretty good. Those guys are pretty good. And then all of a sudden, this kid comes up, and uh, the singer is just really all over it. Just, man, just killing it. And I start listening to the band, and I start, so I start focusing on the composition and what they're doing. And I was like, this, this is a group of musicians. I mean, they're just not performing and killing this show. They're musicians. And um, so I talked to him afterwards. We worked on a record for about a year and it's uh we're wrapping it up now and they've had a lot of interest from labels and they've uh, had a lot of people that just can't believe that band's from colorado springs because they're very uh pop rock and it's not the typical it's a very heavy heavy city as far as music goes yeah so <laughs> i'm excited about their record too and and chadwick their singer just a, a good dude and um i was remodeling our kitchen i like to dabble in that construction stuff and mess my fingers up to where I can't play. Yeah, that's really smart. I, sometimes I'm not a smart man. <laughs> but he, I called Chadwick and I go, hey man, will you, will you come help me with this kitchen? You know, I can't like hold something and nail it at the same time. And Chadwick comes and just, he, he you know, diligently worked with me on this kitchen just to be a friend, you know, and, and so scratching the back and scratching the back and, and um, exciting music. I wish I had some of that because maybe we'll get them on the other segment of your show sometime because they're... That'd be great. It's a very... It's a unique rock sound. You know, the first time you heard the Foo Fighters, I'm not comparing them to the Foo right. Fighters, but it was a different sound. These guys are a different sound as well. Nice. And not only that, but pop rock. I love pop rock. You know, I know it gets a lot of, uh, you know, bad, you know, 
language, you know, like yeah. people are not very cool with it, but I love music in general and like pop rock is I think one of those things that has just been missing. Like whenever whenever I need my my fix of that, like I'll you know I'll I'll do like Blink one eighty two, you know, I'm like, oh man, then I'll list it up like, oh that that was so fun. Yeah. You know, it doesn't necessarily always have to be so deep, you know? Yeah. And uh I think that's what's kinda of missing right now. Everyone's being deep, which there's nothing wrong with that, but yeah. sometimes you just gotta have some fun. Exactly. Some music. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love Sunshine Studios, by the way. Um, have you been there, Max? I have been there, and it's fantastic. First off, your studio in Sunshine, one of the best studios that I've seen in years, and I've been probably at every studio you know, in yeah. the world. One or, one or 3,000. Yeah, right. one or 3,000. And um, But just the way that the whole place is run, it's like a family atmosphere. Everything is like, is like butter, you know, smooth like butter, and um, great crowds. Just a really, really great venue. I was oh, thank you super happy to be there. Oh, man, that means a lot. And, and you know, the big thing is is everybody affiliated. You know, Christina, my fiance, she's she's a musician. She's a percussionist, drummer, you know, a studio engineer with 17,000 degrees. as well. And she's an actress. That's why I'm in L.A. a lot. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she's, you know, an amazing person, but she's also a very she's accomplished musician. She is gorgeous. Did you see her last night? Jesus Christ. Wow. Anyway, whole other story. I'm we, totally missing we, out on all this. I was not even close <laughs> yeah, to We weren't. We got distracted. But um, the, everybody involved with it is a musician that has played music, has, you know, toured, has done everything involved. So what that does is it makes it easy for easier for us to cater to the musicians, but of course, also we've seen a zillion concerts, and we know what can go wrong and what can go right. So she's a pro at being able to align the stars before they get shifted. And That's cool. Yeah. So it, it works out, and and we have a lot of fun with it. You know, uh, venue business is really tough, as everyone knows. Music business is really tough. But long story short, it's fun, and we love to give the local bands a place to play and and warm up for these national acts. I mean. That's what we all dream yeah. of when we're kids, right? You know, we get to play the stage with, you know, uh, whoever it is for that day. Now, you know, I just want to pick your brain real quick since you do own a venue. Um, here in L.A., it's so different, you know. Um, like, you, you can have, like, a lot of pool. Like, a, a band can come in town that's, like, really, like, hot. And, like, people are just not interested, you know? And even, even like, local bands will, will play, and it's, it's, it just doesn't garner um, that much capacity. I, I, I'm wondering why. And I know maybe for you guys it's, it's really different uh, just because you do have that kind of community out there in Colorado. I'm not saying that there's not that community here in L.A., but it's just so sparse. And not only that, but, like, the, the thing with venues is, and I get it, they have, like, a thousand different acts that are a thousand different genres all playing together in hopes that like i mean me i like music so i can go and i can watch you know if you listen, if you right now my ipod i have like 833 songs all different genres all different everything you know so for me it's it's no big thing but i think i'm one of those unique people out there that just is open to different genres whereas like some people are just very like how you said very genre focused and they only want to hear that what, what what have you seen or, or what have you done to like curate uh, these these crowds at your venues? Well, you know, here, here's not to get into politics, but when the recession started, why not get into politics? Because I'm not that smart. I'm a musician. I can play an E chord, even a <laughs> E minor sometimes, but uh, all my guitars are tuned to D. No, I'm kidding. So here, in in my opinion, and I watched the decline and the rise and the decline and and all this stuff, but. Venues across the nation. It's L.A. is a different scene. It's a different scene than anywhere. Um, Nashville is a different scene than L.A. or anywhere else. Those two places are just, there's so much music that it's hard to single it down to get people to congregate in one thing. And I think that's part of this scene, which is cool. If you live here or you're visiting, you can just see anything you want to see any night. Um but that's declined some as well, you know, to where it's there's less uh, people going out to see the shows, so then venues don't have as much music as often. But, 
you can still, if you know the people, if you know the locals, which I'm fortunate enough to know a lot of people here, but in Colorado, it's, it's, it's a little different because here's the deal. There's weed there. <laughs> That's all I got to say. No, <laughs> no, there's weed. no, there's weed here too. I'm just totally playing with that. No. So kind of Colorado, it's it, it, Colorado Springs where I live is different than Denver. Denver has a big nightlife scene where everything's kind of centralized in one area as far as music, entertainment, the clubs, the the killer restaurants, you know, all that's centralized. Colorado Springs is a really spread out community. There's, I don't know how many hundred thousands of people that live there now because it keeps, it's one of the fastest growing communities there is, but um, it's really spread out over miles and miles and miles. So even downtown Colorado Springs is tiny. It's little, but you can walk it in 10 minutes. And so, you know, the music scene is spread out. It's, it's, um, it's everywhere, um, different, different sides of town. So then you get your normal pull from community. But right. let's just say we bring, you know, Tantric to town, even if I wasn't a homeboy. Um, if I'm there, the band's playing there, the promoter has to work so hard to let people know about it. Because it's not necessarily a tight music scene, whereas like in LA, everybody kind of talks because you're, it's a community. It, it really is an artsy community. So they're talking, going, hey man, do you know Tantric's coming to town? Yeah, man, I, I remember that, man. They're cool. Um, so word spreads that way. In Colorado Springs, for some reason, you have to go out and hold people's hands to get them to hear about it. It's just the, the media outlets aren't there as, as strong. So a lot of promotions, a lot of things to, figure out great ways to make people know that they're going to have a good time when they come to a show. And that's what it's all about, people congregating and car carrying one emotion uh, together. You know, And that, that's what it means to me. But it's tough, man. This whole, the, the whole music live venue thing is tough. And, and so many bands go out and just tour and tour and tour for no reason. And, and you know, don't come out with new music. They don't try to do something different. And uh, then they wind up really, really driving themselves in the ground. And they're also driving the community in the ground as far as music goes, uh, the, live, the live industry. Yep. Yeah. Need that's, a reason. That's why we have to have, uh, you know, multiple tours like that, you know, mm -hmm. with, uh, with so many bands. Because, you know, people are demanding it now. They don't want to spend their money on seeing live music unless yeah. there's, you know, more than one band. These uh, so traveling it's, it's festivals, difficult. as yeah. I call them. That's what they want. Yeah. And, you know, but I understand what it's it's grown to that because, I mean, of course, when, when I was first going to festivals and concerts, you know, and, and things like that, it's a huge event. This is, wow, man, I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to see that band and that band and that band. That band I've never heard of, you know. Mm -hmm. The event is what it turned into, this giant thing that we thought about for a year till the next time it came around. So trying to recreate that now to spark interest in music, you know, in, in live music and music presentation. It, it's exciting. It's sad that we're where we are. But having a good time with a bunch of people, that's awesome. Yeah. So whatever I got to do, whatever we can do to be a part of it as far as the venue, we're going to do it because, you know, Christina's really diehard dedicated to the local scene and, cool. have, and having those people have an outlet to play because it's tough, man. You know, venues are closing everywhere and uh, we've been around for 10 years. So cool. it, it's good. Yeah. Uh, for more, could they log on to uh, scottwilsonmusic.com to find out more or where, where would they have to go for that? Uh, Sunshine Studios Live, you can Google that. I mean, there's... 10 different websites, you know, as far as Instagram and Facebook and everything. Uh, but Sunshine Studios Live, our uh, recording studio is on the same website, too. It's just Sunshine Studios. So. Okay, great. Cool. Uh, I know you have to catch a plane, yeah. um, but we're just going to have you for one more real quick segment, if that's cool. Sure, yeah. Um, I love being here. Yeah. Um, we're going to hear the song Breakdown. This is an acoustic version. Was it recorded in uh, Sunshine? Or? It wasn't. So um, I moved to Colorado Springs, um, I guess about three years ago, maybe four. I don't know, a while back. Um, I'm still part of a studio in Kentucky, and that's where this was done. And Tantric, oh, cool. Tantric was based out of Kentucky, and uh, it's called Third Sky Studio. And um, 
that's where we did all of it, uh, recorded it all, mixed it there, did everything. Is that where you uh, got the idea to build your own studio? Or? I had, it's, it's fun. In 94, I opened my first studio. It was called Sound, Sound Sessions. I can't even say that right now. <laughs> uh, Sound Sessions Studio. And um, my best friend and my mentor, he was eight years older than me. He got me started in all this craziness, the live part and the studio part. And uh, he, is, he owned Third Sky. And he passed away. And uh, his family and our other partner... Uh, in crime that we all helped each other out all the time said you know we really need to keep this studio rocking and uh, we weren't competition I sent work to him he sent work to me whatever we're better at and uh, so I agreed to close my studio and focus on that and then it wasn't very much longer that uh, I met Christina and wound up moving to Colorado Springs so <laughs> but we still kept it going um, Richard Easterling my engineer uh he flies back and forth Kentucky, Colorado, and does all this stuff for me. And, of course, nowadays you can send files really easily, but it's it's best when you're together hanging out face-to-face. And you get that camaraderie for ideas. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Here is Breakdown. And then uh, one last segment uh, with my buddy Scott. You're already my buddy. Oh, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll have more right here on the Tours and Heritage. You seem to have control, but deep within your soul, you're losing it. You never took the time, assume that you're to blame. You think that you're insane, won't you spare me? Well, I know the breakdown, everything is gonna shake now someday. I know the breakdown, tell me again, am I awake now, baby? You can bear the reason that. No one else is living this way Living this way Yeah, yeah, lies Your world is built around Two pieces of a clown Voices in your ear think their four bombs down But in this unity, fate is found the need So you better check yourself or you check out I know the breakdown, everything is gonna shake now someday I know the breakdown, tell me again, am I awake now, baby? You can find the reason that no one else is living this way back on the tortoise and hare experience we just heard breakdown uh yeah <laughs> yeah we yeah, did the breakdown that was uh nominated for a grammy yeah song of the year 2001 yeah. uh it was nominated for that uh grammy and you know it was kind of the breakthrough for the band and mm-hmm. and um kind of put things in motion for 17 years later yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it's cool and and 
you're asked frequently, of course, what's your favorite song to play? And I love a lot of the music, but when the opening riff to Breakdown plays, you see people's faces light up. And they're like, hey. it, Yeah, they're like, because they were waiting on that the whole mm-hmm. time, you know. Sure, they, they like the other eight or ten, you know, singles, but that's the one they're waiting on. So when you break that out and you see them light up, it's awesome. Now, I know you have a plane to catch, um, and, and this is something I've always enjoyed of, of, a, of a question. Are you still used to, you know, jotting off uh, everywhere? Are you still used to being in a plane, or is that still? Yeah. Um, it's so travel, of course. <laughs> I'm an expert travel agent. I'm an expert. Jeez, <laughs> um, I mean, you go, you load up the family on a family vacation. It's very different than literally living on an airplane or in a bus or a van, you know, uh, staying in hotels all the time. And um, most times, if you average it out, we're on the road 10, 11 months of the year. And it, it's, it's tough. But depending on how tired I am or what's been going on, I've been on the road with Saving Able, as we said, filling in for those guys. And that is a very tiring tour. I mean, we got a great coach. Everything's fine and fun, but I was exhausted when I flew here to L.A. And then, of course, we were doing 10 million things. To We have two days to compress all this wow. business in, you know. So right now I'm extremely tired. I don't really want to catch a plane. I'd love to just go to sleep. Um, but I'm excited to get to play in front of people again, you know. I mean, geez, it's, it's, it's part of our existence, you know, uh, when you do it for a long time. So, but used to it, no, but I just feel like it's something you got to do, and you you just go, oh, okay, well, yeah, here we go. <laughs> maybe you should do, like, uh, train rides instead. Maybe that's, maybe that's, like... I would love to do, and let's do this. Let's just, us three, put our brains together. Okay. Let's get a bullet train. Okay. Okay? It's not a big deal. We can yeah. do that. It's, what, $100 million or something yeah. like that. San Francisco to Vegas. No big deal. So what Vegas. we're going to do on this thing, somehow we're going to defy gravity to where we can set up a stage and then we can charge and you know just it'd be like the rock and roll train you know, <laughs> they got the cruise why not bank it a train yeah <laughs> and then so they get to see a show on the train then we get off like a cruise on the island let's just say it's a state and uh we do a big show there with another band who took another train to get there and then it's going to be awesome and plus we can do that show and then i can probably sleep on a bullet train yeah i feel like that is very similar to a bus. You know, in my mind right now, I'm trying to work out the details of I how we're actually going to do this. I don't doubt this at all. Listen, okay. I got a banker. I know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> I'm, not saying, I'm not saying he'll do it, but he knows a guy. You know right. what I mean? And they may have some sort of accent like this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, it's all right. Yeah. No, I'm just playing. But I think that would be awesome to travel on a train. I did it in fifth grade. We went to Washington, D.C. from Kentucky. It's the first time I was on an Amtrak, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is so cool because I can get up. And not only is it bus size right. or coach size where I can go, I got a bunk or a back lounge or front lounge, I can go do anything. I can go to the bar. I was in fifth grade. I can go to the bar. I can watch a movie. You know, there's all this stuff oh, yeah. you could go do. It was neat. I've always been a little infatuated with trains, just saying. There it is. I, I wasn't happy about the train. When I was on the road with Alice Cooper, we were in Europe and we were going from, I believe, Scotland to Ireland. And we had to take the train. And it, it was very odd, that feeling for me. So yeah. when I got to the venue, I was like... I you was, were tired? Yeah, no, I was like... Oh, the, just, the, the yeah, belly gurgles. Yeah, I, I didn't it. feel so good after that. Yeah, so I don't know. They got to work on that. And I've, I explain things like this. or I can't even talk. Certain things that I say, like it's uh, driving a Cavalier 100 miles, you know. Mm-hmm. I had a Cavalier. It's okay. And then driving an S-Class Mercedes, and then you get out in the Cavalier, you think you feel fine. But if you did the same trip in that Mercedes when you got out, you're refreshed and way more awake. And it's just from noise right. or the car not moving that much. And, you know, and I'm not, and Mercedes didn't pay me to say that. They, they, they should. They should. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. expecting this car. It is. Yeah, they'll just give us a car or something. It'll be okay. ScottWilsonMusic.com. Go ahead. Yeah. Contact them. <laughs> But yeah, it's it, so tra- traveling like a train, and that's what I liked about. It. I didn't hear the train that much on the on the bus. The coach, I put headphones in that block out the world, turn my music 
not loud. I don't want to hurt my ears because I, I need them. But I get, you know, I got to get in a zone even with my bunk and the curtain closed and everything. You know, there's a certain amount of sound that you get used to. And if it's a new coach, you know, it's way quieter than the old coaches and the rad smithers. So you're not as tired. Right. Well, uh, I hope you're not tired on your flight out. Thank you so much for coming on oh, man, and uh, being a part of the experience. Really okay. enjoyed it. Uh, again, for more information on Scott Wilson, scottwilsonmusic.com. And, of course, uh, check him out on Tantric, tantricrockband.com. And, of course, if you're lucky enough, uh, saving able well. uh, for uh, at least uh, three or four more shows or many more or many more we don't know we don't know, we don't know. i'm just saying you know, know. it could um, happen <laughs> I'm, I'm good at helping people yeah <laughs> apparently uh, and, and uh please share with us uh your endorsers oh sure yeah i could not do it without them because of course i need gear um ernie ball yes. i saw your yeah uh, i'm a music team. man guy yeah yeah ernie yeah. ball music man orange amps um, you know, and West Tone uh, in ears. They just, I, I just uh, partnered with them this year, and they've been super awesome. Yeah. And I hear better than I've ever heard, so it's awesome. Yeah, you always had the best in ears. Yeah, you got to yeah. do what it's you got to do. <laughs> it's true. Okay, uh, we are going to leave now uh, with the song "Angry." Anything you want to tell us about that before we leave? Real quick story. This song is uh, written from my singer to me. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, and and you'll hear, you know, in the chorus that, uh, you know, when you're together for years in really close quarters, you know, you're going to bicker, fight, whatever, and then you got to go. Wait, we can't do this right now. We got to go put on a show. Yeah. There's there's three thousand people here waiting on us, and, <laughs> and, and <laughs> we got to go. Yeah. So then we put it all to the side, and then of course music makes it all better, and that's kind of what the song's about, and it's a uh, concert experience, healing, anger. But it was based on a true story, I guess you should say, or I should say, because I'm not an angry person. Anybody that knows me is like I'm I'm very organized. My singer's the opposite. Um, I have a bracelet that uh, Christina bought me and Hugo. Mine says worries too much, and his says doesn't worry enough. <laughs> and so we're, we're bracelet buddies, so that's, that's funny. Very cool. Well, uh, thank you again for coming on. And uh, we're going to go out have some experiences you go out uh have some experiences as well and yeah. then we'll come back and uh share those experiences uh the song angry and we are out of here later <laughs>